Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's John Deere Classic. And joining me to break it all down, it's Greg. Dude, Sean, Greg, what's up? What's going on, Rick? Uh, Happy to be here. The John Deere Classic underway. There it is. Come on. Could you ask for anything better on a Friday night than a round two recap episode of the John Deere Classic? And by the way, Greg, did you know that we have been nominated? I guess we are already finalists of the people's choice podcast awards in the sports category. Did you know that? No, uh, but uh, what a pleasant surprise. That's the only, the only thing better than a round two recap of the John Deere classic is that kind of news, Rick, I'm fired up. That's what I'm thinking. So a huge shout out to all the listeners, all the fans much appreciated, but I only ask for one more thing. And that is that you go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up, which obviously the link will be in the description and toggle down to the sports category. And you can nominate us the first cut podcast uh, for that award. So very cool. little little call to action. Try to try to activate the people, Greg. Yeah, I like it. I mean, if you like what you listen to, if you like what you hear from us, then share it. You know, I mean, hey, if you, this is the People's Choice Award, so it's really up to you, the viewer, the listener. If you like what you hear, if you feel like we give you a good insight, if we help uh, make you a little bit of money or help you sound a little bit smarter when you're hanging out with your friends, uh, then then share the wealth a little bit. So, um, but thank you for all the support already. It's it's really cool. And Rick, this is a huge uh, testament to you as our host, and a huge testament to Jacob Alex, our producer. Uh, exactly. for all the hard work that he does. So props to props to you too as well. Yes. Jacob's job uh, is essentially herding cats is what we are. He gets us all in the right place at the right time. He makes it happen. Uh, and to your point, if you don't like what you're hearing, um, why are you still listening? So yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, I mean, look, sometimes <laughs> if you don't like it, at least it, it elicits an emotion. I yeah. can't stand these guys. I, I can't, Hey, you know what? If that's the way you feel, then uh, we still welcome you. Absolutely right. Um, A welcome day for Luke List in Silvis because he shot a 63 on Friday to take the lead at the John Deere Classic. Technically, there are still a couple of guys out on the course that could change this, but looking like Luke List is going to be your 36-hole leader. And Greg, we talk about poppers all the time. Luke List, the ultimate popper 14 missed cuts this season he has offset that with three top tens he's getting one of those good putting weeks we know he's not a very strong putter but man when he gets going it's really really impressive to watch yeah we call this holding your breath right the ability to just keep on going um you and i go play rick and we're gonna get to where there's gonna be a place where we get uncomfortable 
where we're playing so well, we're uncomfortable. Uh, Luke List is not one of those guys. He can hold his breath from one to 18. He looks for, he, he's not waiting for the clubhouse to get there when he gets a good round going. He's hoping for more holes. He just wants to keep on going. And can you blame him? I mean, today, Ricky had, <laughs> get this, on seven of the holes, he had birdie putts inside of eight feet. Mm. On seven of the holes, he had birdie putts inside of eight feet. That's how you shoot eight under and lose strokes putting. He did. He lost 0.08 strokes putting. Oh, my God. He gained 3.4 with his iron slash wedges on approach. That is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Speaking of when, when I get uncomfortable on the course, Greg, it's usually about if I'm two over through seven. That's that's the point I'm uncomfortable. What, oh, what is that's where you feel like you got a really good round going? Yeah, that's when I'm like, oh, hold my breath here. It's two over through seven. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. <laughs> For Lucas, yeah. it's like five under through six. <laughs> um, I No, I don't think that makes him uncomfortable. But look, there's an attitude shift. It's I'm five under through six. That means I got, I got uh, what, 12 more holes to go. I got 12 more birdie chances, and all I have is tap-ins left. Let's see what we can do here. So, I mean, he, he made it look so easy today. And what really helps, and this made me think of you, um, he hit, it seemed like watching every single hole that he had, he was right in position. Um, and what you talked about earlier in the week, what the model talked about, and you pointed out is how important driving accuracy is here. Luke List is not an accurate driver of the ball uh, traditionally. But today he was, he had 13 or 14 fairways and, and in 36 holes, he's only missed five fairways and there he is sitting on top of the leaderboard. So you put the ball in position out here and um, birdie opportunities definitely rise up. Do you know how many PGA tour wins Luke list has? Uh, one, right? I thought it was one. I actually thought maybe I forgot about one and I would have, I would have probably guessed one or two. Is it zero? Is zero. It's zero. He no two one... corn. Fa- he won a corn fairy tour event last year, and yeah. he won a corn fairy tour event in 2012. But I almost certainly thought he had one. He lost to Justin Thomas in a playoff two years ago at Honda. I remember the one at Honda. That's where um, Justin Thomas had the fan kicked out because he yelled, get in the bunker. Um, So there was all that controversy going on. He also gave a Justin time not to call him out, but he gave us a little expletive that we, that we, uh, we could read his lips on. So that was a fun tournament, a memorable one. Luke list was a part of, but for some reason I was confusing him with, um, with the guy with a great sponsor in the MLB in the MLB and Adam long. So I was thinking that he won the American express, but that was Adam long. So but yeah, my mistake, zero wins on tour. It, it is kind of surprising. I thought it was at least one or two, but no, still looking for that first one. Right behind is Sebastian Munoz. At, the, at this point, the only golfer at 12 under. Again, that might change by the time you hear this, but 12 under par for Sebastian Munoz. Following up his 63, always hard to follow up a great round with another good one. He did pretty well, 67. That's four under par on Friday. He played the entire front nine, which was his second nine. In nine pars, he made his four birdies on the back. The second nine, that is, or uh, excuse me, the back nine, that's the side you have to make your hay on. And he's leading the field in strokes gained approach. So you would think there's a, a hair of, of, of staying power here. 
Uh, right. It definitely, both these guys at the top look like there's a lot of staying power, um, which makes it hard to pick at this point. It kind of, this gets down to the, who's going to putt better over the weekend. Um, but Rick, that the interesting thing about the second nine here is at one point today, the, it was playing 173 under par cumulative for the whole mm-hmm. field, which equaled uh, the entire day one for both nines. Just wow. the just the second nine today got to 173 under par, which was the same total as yesterday's round for the whole field. So um, the second nine definitely presented a lot of opportunities for birdies. We saw a lot of really low. And Patrick Rogers was six under on that side. There were a number of players who who really took advantage of it. So um, it, in a way, it's it's disappointing to make nine straight pars out here. Um, you feel like you're getting lapped. But when you can turn and uh, when you can come back in and four under, it definitely salvages a pretty nice day. If that's your slow day this week, you're going to have a pretty good chance of winning. Do you know how many PGA Tour wins Sebastian Munoz has? <laughs> I had a game. feeling this is coming. I, I should have <laughs> looked. I should have looked this up. Sebastian <laughs> Munoz. What? I he's got a he he has one win. He has one win. Do you know yeah. what it was? I would have gotten this, but I love Sebastian Munoz, so this isn't fair. He's like one of my guys, so yeah. I know this. Um, he held up the trophy that is a chicken opposite, opposite or rooster. No, oh, Sanderson, Sanderson Farms. He won Sanderson Farms. Sanderson Farms. He also has a Corn Ferry Tour when he won the 2019 Sanderson Farms. He won on the Corn Ferry in 2016, and he's had a couple of close calls since. Yeah. But Munoz, one shot back of – Luke list at the moment. And then we've got a, a just a, a pile up behind those guys. Adam Shank, Chesson Hadley, Brandon Hagee, Chase Seifert, Ryan Moore still out on the course at 11 under. He could play spoiler and ruin this entire podcast if he goes out and makes a couple of more birdies in his final few holes. But our friends over at William Hill have installed at the moment Luke List at five to one. He's the favorite. Ryan Moore, because those holes in hand, Greg, and even though they are on the front nine of the course, is next at seven to one and then Sebastian Munoz at eight to one. So I guess really the, the big storyline here is what happens to Ryan Moore over his final five holes, because that number could move a lot depending on what happens. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe in this year, the year of the comeback, Ryan Moore is ready to get a victory, but um, it, it doesn't seem like he would have the staying power based on his play throughout the entirety of the year. Um, he's not a guy that you're used to seeing in contention. Whereas a Luke List and a Sebastian Munoz, you feel like they pop up from time to time. You look at some of the other guys on this leaderboard. Um, Kevin Na kind of jumps off the page at me as a guy who has gone really low on weekends to end up winning. Ches Reeves done the same thing. So there are a couple guys here. And the other story that I really like is Chesson Hadley, who uh, is kind of very quickly, very quickly coming, um, coming off of a disappointing Sunday in contention where you, he wasn't used to that. He wasn't comfortable with that. So I'm looking for Chesson to have a great round tomorrow and a nice little redemption story to take a Sia Najad trip down narrative street. So (laughs) um, those are some of the stories that I'm really looking at, but the model Definitely points to the two guys at the top. It points to Luke List. It points to Sebastian Munoz. But but the big question is, are they going to be able to make the putts required over the weekend? Can Although you look at a guy with really strong strokes gain approach like Luke List, can you really give yourself seven birdie putts inside of eight feet? Um, 
uh, and a bunch of looks inside of 15 and 20 feet. But can you can you have that many birdie putts from that close range for two more days? I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure either. Ryan Moore holds to play. He's playing the more difficult side. Five PGA Tour victories. One of them, this event in 2016. We've got the big names, Greg, across the pond and some truly bizarre stuff happening. Um, maybe golf related, maybe not. We're going to talk about that, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Uh, the Scottish Open uh, features the bigger names in the world. And uh, one of the biggest, John Rahm, is tied atop the leaderboard with Thomas Dietrich and Jack Sr. And and I, I was talking to coach last night, Greg. Rahm goes out, wins the U.S. Open. This is the next time we see him. Is he just going to uh, just run rough shot through, through the world of golf? Like, was that just this watershed floodgate moment? Um, you know, is it a floodgate? Mo I, it's hard to call it a floodgate moment. I look at, and the only reason is I, I think he's, this has been ready to go for a long time and it's not that much different than his play has been for an entire year. The one thing that's happened for John Rahm is he's got a putter that works for him. So he goes through an equipment change at, from last year where he was playing great golf last year. Remember what he did in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like he and Dustin Johnson were were the one-two punch every single week. It was it was either going to be John Rahm or Dustin Johnson. I can't remember a time aside from the Tiger era where I felt so sure that one of two players would win an event, and then they actually come down the stretch and they actually do. Um, so very very unique. But then he changes equipment and he loses the putter, and all of a sudden he's hit having one of his best ball striking years this year. And he can't make any putts. He's not making any birdie putts. And then all of a sudden, he finds a putter that works for him um, that that is also uh, allowed in his contract. And all of a sudden, we get this. So it's no surprise to me. And it, if he wins this week and next week, do you consider that a floodgate? I, I think it's something that's coming. And at the same time, um, it, the opportunity for him is really sitting right there for the taking because so many of the other top players are are not in peak form. They're not playing great. There's not really a guy you look at and say, um, well, it's either John Rahm or 
Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, they all, I, I know JT's right there this week, but he hasn't been playing with the level of consistency that John Rahm has. So I think this year he's been a clear cut best player in the world. And we're just kind of seeing that play out, which is kind of neat. Yeah. I think we have a uh, very, very good golfer with a lot of confidence. And that is a scary thought for the rest of the world. Lee Westwood, Matt Fitzpatrick within a, a shot, uh, Justin Thomas within a handful, Ian Poulter as well. So a couple of big names uh, certainly lurking on this board, but one name that is not going to be around for the weekend, uh, unfortunately is Rory McElroy, who uh, didn't have a great week and had a bizarre moment on the first tee on Friday, literally a, a spectator, I, I, a man walked up and removed a club and a head cover from Rory McIlroy's bag and looked like he was going to take some hacks off the first tee. It was a very bizarre moment that ended up in, uh, yeah, producer Jacob is showing this now. He was eventually kind of shuffled off here, uh, but just a lot of questions looking around. I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. Yeah, he's he's on the he's, he's on the tee box. The ropes. He's on the tee box. He could hit a ball. It's so bizarre and you don't know how he got out there. Um, and I just, I, all that I can think of is these, these protocols, right? COVID protocols. What if they take that guy away? I, I don't know. I don't what even about, want to go What about security that. protocols, Greg? Where's well, security? I mean, you think about all the, all the questions that are, are being asked about the open championship and their protocols next week and how many fans are going to be on property and all those, all that drama that's sort of taking place. And you have a guy walking up on a tee box, taking, uh, I mean, touching someone's equipment. It's risky beyond, I mean, yeah, it's one thing that he took a club out of Rory's any idiot for lack of a better term could run up and try to grab a, try to take something. I mean, but he's just, I don't know what he's doing. This is I, one of the most bizarre things that I've ever seen because he's so calm too. And everybody's just kind of confused. Wait, what do we, what do we do? So a, a bizarre thing. And he looked so surprised, disappointed when he got escorted away. This, this was, I mean, I don't know what to say about this one. I, I don't know. Everyone's looking around like, is this guy supposed to be here? Who is this? What is happening? Very, very strange moment there. I imagine um, security is certainly going to be beefed up over the course of the next couple of days. And we'll be back after rounds three and four of the John Deere Classic to break it all down, see how this one ends. But for now, let me thank producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there is Greg Ducharme, who you can find on Twitter at the Real GFD, And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.